conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that now has 50 episodes. <gasps> Woo! Yay! Ooh, cheering and roaring applause. I am Dan O'Keefe. And joining me for the 50th time, as always, is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? Dan, it has been a roller coaster of a week so far. and Yes, it has. Yeah. For, I think for different reasons for us. I had some real emotions over Keanu Reeves this week. Um, okay. Not thirsting <laughs> ones, just like I read some facts about him that made me sad. Uh, should I share them? Share them. You, the world needs to know. So I read somewhere, and I apparently he was married for a while, and like he tried to have a kid with his wife, and then the kid like was a stillborn birth, and then his wife, like they separated and divorced, and then she died shortly after, and I like felt really, really sad about that, and I texted Gage. I was like. Do you think Keanu's okay? And he's like, Anna, that happened in 2001. And I was like, I'm feeling really sad. I was feeling really upset about it. And then I wanted to watch Bill and Ted to make myself feel better. And then today I took a vampire quiz and it was hottest vampires. And I didn't realize that one of the vampires on the list was played by Alex Winter. And then Mm -hmm. Gage told me. And that's why we watched Lost Boys. And now I'm better. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, Keanu, I hope you're happy. I hope you're having a good life. You deserve it, my man. How are you, Dan? How are you? Um, it's been a roller coaster for me for different Mm -hmm. reasons. Oh, okay. Um, someone broke into my car. They smashed my windows. So I've been trying to deal with getting that fixed and dealing with insurance and stuff like that. Ugh. Um. Was there anything else on your car damage besides the window? The frame of one of the doors was damaged, which oh, is the God. big issue, because if they can't fix that, I need to get a new door, which this is already over the cost of my insurance deductible. So it doesn't really matter if I need a new door. I just want my car back, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but otherwise, things are fine. Things are happening. The weather is allegedly getting nicer all i have to talk about in life is the weather so true dad form truly yeah um something that's true dad form anna came in here and mm-hmm. not you anna no um anna horst came in here earlier today and she was asking me a question of like should i do this or should i do this and then she answered the question herself and then she walked out mm-hmm. and as she was walking i just went okay which is something that my dad does exactly. I heard oh. his voice coming out of my mouth, and I was like, no! Well, Dan, you know they say you turn into your parents, so... At age 23? Yes. I mean, I'm turning into my parents already, and I'm only 25, so... Yeah. You know, one foot in the grave, the both of us, so... <laughs> Just need a slight push. Yep. Um... Before we get into the episode, I just want to give a big thank you to the people that listen to this podcast um, for listening for the past 50 episodes, yes, whether you've listened thank to you. all of them or just one, if this is your first one. Weird to start on the third Matrix, but you know, we support it. Yeah, this wouldn't be my first <laughs> choice for Matrix movies, but okay. Also, sorry I opened with such a sad story if this is your first episode. We're normally funny. We are. Um, <laughs> well, we try to be. Yeah. So Within thank reason. you. Thank you to the listeners who have listened to the past 50, or I guess this will make it 50. Um, tune in for the next 50 if you really want to hear us talk about Joker. Yes, Otherwise, I do. those, those th- my thoughts will just go into the ether while no one will hear them. I want to hear us talk about Joker. <laughs> yeah, I think we're the only ones, but... <laughs> 
That is our threat. Mm-hmm. 100 episodes, we are talking about Joker. Somehow it will end up being our longest episode. And we've had over two-hour episodes before. It'll be mostly fighting, that's why. <laughs> it, absolutely. We're going to do it in person. We've never recorded in person before. Mm-hmm. We'll be in person in a boxing ring. Correct. Um, but we're not talking about Joker today. The movie that we're talking about today is the... Former finale to the Matrix series, now the end of the trilogy, the fourth movie is in production, it's the Matrix Revolution, Revolutions, plural, there's more than one, mm-hmm. released, there's several, yeah, too many, released on November 5th, 2003, which appears like in another year would be an election day, uh, again, directed by the Wachowskis, starring... Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. With a budget of $110 million, it made $427.3 million on Rotten Tomatoes. The film holds an approval rating of 35%. That doesn't surprise me. Is that higher or lower than the second one? I can't remember. That is lower. The, really? The second, one, the second one had somewhere, I think, in the 60s. People probably just like that one better because you saw Keanu's cute little butt. Now, going against that critical consensus, Big Raj, Roger Ebert, gave mm-hmm. it three out of four stars. He says he said that despite offering criticisms of his own, the film at least provided closure to the story well enough so that fans following the series would prefer to see it rather than not. I'm going to be honest with you. I like this one better than the second one. I know we're saving that to the end usually, but I just wanted to be bold right off the bat here and just hit you with a a surprise, a shock. I am shocked because, oh boy. Only like barely though. They were both not my favorite. I, I think I'd reach for the first one sooner than I would the second or the third. I was just shocked by how dull this movie, I was not interested <laughs> In the, like, the the action scenes. Fair. I don't... The second one does have more iconic... There was no humanity in in it, and I get it, humanity, robots, whatever. But, like, there was nothing interesting about the action scenes. It was, like, cool. It's the same issue I have with the Marvel movies. Cool, I could see a bunch of CGI slam into each other. That's nice. Watch out, Dan. You're going to have some people ready to... It's Gage. You're going to have some (laughs) Some Gages ready to square up. I am just killing Gage's favorite things. It's okay. He's already been grumbling to me about our opinions. So it's fine. fine. He could have defended it if he decided to come on the podcast. Yeah. He'll remain partially anonymous now. He's just a little shy. Mm. I guess. He's sleeping right now. I told him we were recording late tonight and he said too late for my blood. So he's asleep. He's got one and a half feet in the grave if he's going to bed at 8.30. He does have one and a half feet in the grave. He's got one in, like, his big toe hanging onto the edge. <laughs> like I say, he's got one foot in one grave and one foot in another grave, and he's yes. just straddling, trying oh, to God. decide which one to go to. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so this movie was shot at the same time as the second movie. Right? Yes. Back to back with the second one, which you would think would lead to... Um, say the case of an actor dying not being a large issue because the two films were shot at once but that is not the case the actress who played the oracle in the first two matrices not the matrices that's what it's that's the plural i hate it i hate it i don't (laughs) like it um she passed away in between the filming of the second and the third one and she was replaced with mary alice um i you I'm was sorry. in a different world, and she was in Fences on Broadway. I was just going to say, Gage told me that, um, I don't think, I don't remember the plot of Fences very clearly, but um, there was some show on Broadway where the two actresses played sisters, and that's why it worked out so well mm-hmm. to like have her come in and step in. Because, like, yeah, they obviously don't look anything alike, but I guess they look similar enough to play sisters i don't know i you know i'm not good at remembering people's faces so like i looked at her and i was like that's not the same woman but you could have told me like (laughs) that was her real life sister and i probably would have believed you just because i didn't remember yeah you probably could have put like a man in there and been like it's the same it's like doctor who you know she regenerated yes Uh, that's kind of what happened in the movie that's why Mm -hmm. she looks different Mm-hmm. Um, but and I let's... thought 
Oh, sorry. I was just, no. Oh, you know what? We'll get to it. I was just going we'll to say I thought it. they did a good job of covering up the blank spots left by somebody passing away. So I thought it was good. Yes. Okay. We'll get it's to like it. It's like they had a, a blank space baby and they wrote her name. Yes. Mm, nice to meet you. Where you been? I, I could show you incredible things. I know it. I, I know the words. Do you? I am. I'm not going to say I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. She's fine. Were you in... fine. Some of her songs are good. There was a class I had in college where the TA, when he took our attendance and he was trying, I did not like this TA. He did not want to let me and um, several other classmates who were theater majors leave early because we had a show. Like he wouldn't let us, he didn't want us to be able to leave for the children's show uh-huh. where you had to be able to miss classes. Yeah, because it was in the middle of the day. And he was like, that's not a valid excuse. And I was like, sir, please try again. This letter <laughs> says you have to let me go. And, but anyway, I didn't like him for other reasons too, but you know, I'm just salty. So, um, he, but would you recognize his face if someone showed it to you? Absolutely. If they just showed you a completely different guy, would you say that was him? No, because if I don't like somebody, I remember them. Oh. <laughs> um, no, but he was like, okay, so when I call your name, I want you to say here and I want you to say your year and I want you to say your major and I want you to say what your favorite Taylor Swift song is. Cause we all have one. And I was like, really dude? I, I I have a favorite Taylor Swift song. I do too. It's not anywhere near like a high quality. It's bad blood. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. like that's an interesting choice. I was not expecting from you. Mine's cruel summer. It's a newer version. A newer yeah. song, you know, I don't know that. I only know the banana rama cruel summer. No, this is the Taylor Swift cruel summer. Mm. Yeah. I think I like bad blood. Cause it's not a Taylor Swift song. It's a, a Katy Perry song. It's just a song for a completely different artist. Stop. Katy Perry and Taylor Swift used to have beef, Dan. I know. I know they did. And then they hugged in that one music video where they were dressed as fries and a burger. Don't know that. Oh, yeah. In the, what was it? Um, the music video where she's like, you need to calm down, I think is the one. Oh, Where they yeah. hug and make up, I think. Um, glad that we're talking about Taylor Swift and and Katy Perry on this Matrix Revolutions episode. Me too. Um, So, to the film. Yes. The movie starts out and you're waiting for a train. A train that can take you far away. Something, something, the rest of the monologue from Inception. Neo is in a train station. Okay, okay, okay. I felt really smart because he's in Mobile Avenue Station. Do you know what mobile is an anagram for? Limbo. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured that out. Yeah. I didn't think about it. And then Gage is like, that's an anagram. And I was like, for limbo. So I just wanted oh to gosh. feel smart for two seconds. This is as deep as the thesaurus.com. <laughs> they, they really do be hitting us over the head with their symbolism. Like, yeah, you know, these yeah. are not. Gage says they're cerebral films. I think the first one has a lot of like deep meaning, but then after that, they just are so obvious with some of the stuff. So. I don't even know if the first one is all that deep. Anyway. Gage thinks it does. I watched the QAnon documentary, and there are some people who truly do think it is that deep, Dan. <laughs> what is the Venn diagram? <laughs> Between Q- QAnon followers and people you want to be huddled in with. It's two separate circles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so at this train station, Neo is basically, it's a, it's purgatory between the real world and the Matrix itself. Machine City is the real world. Machine Gun Kelly. <sighs> He, there's a, I'm not, no, we've already gone off, off track. I'm sorry, I'm done. Too much I'm in done. the first one minute of the movie. Can you tell we really loved this movie? Can you tell that we're recording way later than we normally do? So we're slap happy. Yeah. Way later being 9.30 at night. Mm-hmm. You know us. 
late three night partiers, three feet in the graves, are crawling <laughs> into the grave. Uh, so at this this purgatory train station, there's a family of programs, um, including a little girl named Sati, uh, and then we find out that the train station is controlled by the train man. Who is crusty. Yeah, it's like Nick Nolte. Or like Gary Busey crazy. Um, so crusty. I'm sorry, not to be rude, but... Well, that is rude. I'll just say it. It's an actor. His wig made him look crusty and scary. Yes. Um, he also played the uh, Mouth of Sauron in Return of the King. Why am I acting like that means something to me? I was like surprised for a second, and then I remembered that I have repeatedly told Gage I'll only watch the first half of the first Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movies because... Quote, that's when the cute stuff is, end quote. <laughs> so I don't know why I just acted like that meant more than minor excitement to me. Sorry for being a fake fan, everyone. You, really, the only person you have to apologize to is Gage. I don't care. Yeah, don't, he... Lord of the Rings are fine. Yeah, it's... I don't know. He wants to start a new D&D campaign where we play it, like, Lord of the Rings style, and... He keeps telling me he doesn't think I'm going to like it because it's too much serious plot. And I just, that's not, it. that ain't it for me, fam. Okay, but Lord of the Rings does have a bar called The Prancing Pony. So you could just stay in there the whole time and ignore the rest of the quest. Correct. That That's uh, it. <laughs> so the the father program is like, the, my my daughter is a glitch. Machines can feel love. Love is just a word. Um, yeah, I already have something else to say. Mm-hmm. So the daughter... I, clarify this for me, Dan. Okay. The daughter's a glitch. So, like, we were wondering this. We're like, how can two machines or, like, two programs have a kid? Like, do you think she wasn't... Like, she's a bug? Yeah. I. It's not clear. Okay. I, I just wanted that... to know, like, you know, if I missed something or... And it's it's kind of made clear that she's not adopted or something by them. Yeah, no, like, I think they, I mean, like... They're her biological machine parents? We can assume as much, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I don't think it really matters. No, I, I mean, she does pop up a lot, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Like, it only matters in that, oh, here's a cute kid that's actually a program. Do with that what you will. Yeah. Um... So Neo tries to get on the train, but the train man, who crusty train man, crusty train man, you know who makes the trains run on time? Mussolini. The train man is a fascist. Oh um, God! Train man won't let him on. So you know they fight, and he does not get on the train. Tragic. Then in the real world, uh, guess what? What the. Ships are down. They lost a ship. Basically, the only ones left are Morpheus and the rest of the gang from the previous movie. Um, the machines are about to get into... Um, Zion. Zion. Couldn't remember the name. <laughs> it's okay. It's because we're later than normal today. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the reason. Oh, um, okay. I just assumed. <laughs> no, I just don't like this movie. It's um, okay. It's okay. And Seraph, who was the Oracle's bodyguard in the previous movie, uh, lets them know that Neo is stuck in the machine world, despite, you know, not being plugged in. His computer soul is separate from his human body. Everyone's confused. Um, It's all confusing. It's too cerebral. So then Seraph, Morpheus, and Trinity, they go into Club Hell, which is where... The Merovingian hangs out, the dirty Frenchman. I'm going to say it right now. Dan, can mm-hmm. you imagine? You are so excited. You got your first role as an extra in Hollywood. And you walk onto set. You're like telling your whole family. Your mom's like, call your grandma. Tell her about this. We're all going to have to see the movie. You get there. You walk on a set. And they hand you a gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> like... Gage and I were talking about that. We're like, I would immediately be like, beep, boop, beep, boop. Don't watch the movie. <laughs> don't, don't, don't watch for me. Um, do I the wasn't gimp actually... suit actors get scale pay or do they get a little bump for wearing the ball gag? Oh, God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you know, also my favorite costume from this was the mask that had like tons of spikes coming out of it. Uh-huh. I just wanted to touch on the costuming in this scene because I know it's Club Hell, but it was Club Sin as well. You know, they were all... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was the real-world club sin in the, the sweaty sex fest oh, in God. the previous movie. Yeah, that was and, something. And the virtual club sin going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to touch on the music, because the music when they walk in, mm-hmm. right into the club, there's background music going on. It sounds like whatever techno. Yes. But it also sounds like a song from... The Linkin Park remix album Reanimation. Oh, God. According to all sources, that is not the song. But it sounds just like. It's. What's. uh, I I need to pull up exactly what song it was. Oh, my God. I got to be honest with you, Dan. I'm Mm -hmm. not a huge Linkin Park fan, so I'm not going to be able to support you on the whether or not this sounds the same. I'd have to listen separately. Um, so the song that it, it, it sounds like is Points of Authority, mm-hmm. but the Jay Gordon remix, which changes the name to PTS period of period, A-T-H-R-T-Y. That sounds like. Of Arthty. That sounds like, you know, when Fall Out Boy was told they had to make their song titles shorter and they just took all the vowels out. <laughs> Thinks for the murmurs. That's the That's one. not even a long song title. No, but you know they have some that are like. Our lawyers may have changed the name of the song so we wouldn't get sued. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, officially there's no Lincoln Park in this movie, but in my heart there's just enough. <sighs> so they, <laughs> at the club, they they get the Merovingian to agree to release Neo. Um back into their grasps and then neo guess what after he and trinity just tongue um god okay they are like <laughs> the grossest couple they're like they're a high school couple that has been separated yes! for three days that's literally what i was about to say i'm like they're the high school couple that like oh history class was so long i missed you the whole time babe and they're like Oh, God. I had a high school boyfriend that I used to kiss in the hallways for one semester, and I am so sorry to everyone that I'm friends with, everyone that I had to see that. I'm sorry to myself. You know, that was gross, and I made a mistake. Hey, that's growth. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I That's my character <laughs> development. Yeah, what people don't realize is there is a there are character arcs going on in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day is a new step in the arc. Too bad mine's going right down. <laughs> this is like, okay, sorry, I have another side story about my character development. As you said, I love it, it is late. This reminds me of the time I texted somebody, one of our friends from college, and I was like, mm. I think back to a few years ago when I was like, who could ever love a short man with a beard? And now I look at myself loving only short men with beards. <laughs> maybe you should watch lord of the rings i try dan i love well you know because like my my son is in well not my son that's weird to people who don't understand anyway my fave martin freeman is in the hobbit Hobbit, that's why i watched the hobbit the lord of the rings is fine like i said i just like the hobbits they're cute i can't get down dan i'm trying i'm trying to get down and it is so hard um, content-wise, Lord of the Rings are better. Similar Personal, to this, though, it's yeah. a Christ figure story. Oh, is it? I didn't realize that this one was a Christ figure story, especially. You didn't? You had no, no. idea? Um, so Neo, he's having these visions of Machine City, and he goes to visit the Oracle. Um, who... The new Oracle, please. The Oracle Sorry. Reloaded. <laughs> Was that insensitive? I'm so sorry. Um, And she says that Agent Smith is planning to destroy both the Matrix and the real world for reasons that aren't really clear other than he's evil. And say, because he's crusty. That's literally the only reason. Yeah, because like the big issue with all these uh, threats to destroy the world, where does he have to go then? Nowhere. He can just, maybe he can just, like, settle into 
the ether. He's a program. I mean, he's yeah. technically unhinged from the program. I don't know. Oh, God. You know what I'm yeah, trying to say. Like, I he's, do. Maybe he's just like, this is dark, but I'm going to say it anyway. Maybe he just like wants to end it all, and he thinks this is the only way he can. Like, Maybe he's just really fucking sick of being a program, and he's become sentient, and he's like, I don't wish to live anymore. You know what I mean? Is that My dark? My advice to him, go on a jog. Go on a nice yeah. bike ride. Take up some journaling. Talk to your therapist. He is toxic masculinity. He doesn't he have is. a therapist. You're right. I don't know why I was so dumb to say that, but <laughs> I thought maybe that'd be helpful to him. <laughs> you know, because Agent Smith, the character, is listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Not even Hugo <laughs> Weaving, the uh, human, who I'm sure yeah. is not toxic. I don't really know much about Hugo Weaving in real life. but He has a very toothy grin. Mm, I'm going to assume he's wonderful. He was the voice of Megatron. <gasps> you know I have a soft spot in my heart for the Transformers. I do. In case we all forgot. <laughs> There's a poster on your in your bedroom of just Bumblebee, but it's like a pinup poster. <gasps> okay. Like the Farrah Fawcett poster, oh. but it's a Transformer. I can yes. picture it. Yes. No, I, I love it. it. I love that, actually. New I... merch idea for all the merch that we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like Michael Bay or somebody, Hasbro, would come down on us real hard. Real quick. Yes. Uh, so the Oracle, she says that everything that has a beginning has an end, and... Thankfully, this movie has an end, but yeah. there is going to be a war that will end either with the destruction of the humans or with the destruction of Machine City. Um, and then Neo, he leaves. And then guess what? What? A bunch of Agent Smiths come by. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> creepy because, like, I, I don't know if I'm crazy or not. But, like, first of all, let me just say when they turn the Oracle, disgusting. Disgusting. And... You know that they turned the little girl, what's her name, Safia or whatever? Sati. Sati. Um, because one of them says something that she said earlier, and that's creepy. But mm-hmm. I hate, I hate the scenes where Agent Smith turns somebody. It just creeps me out. Like, I don't know how to, do, like, why it makes me so uncomfortable. It's Because he does, bloody. like, the Kali Ma reaching in and grabbing the heart mm-mm, thing. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was making a heart pulsing, and for those of you who aren't on this two-person zoom call with us right now (laughs) no yeah like it just it creeps me out and also it creeps me out because some of the people that are the backup agent smiths i think some of them are like direct copies of hugo weaving but some of them look like some of them very much are not yeah very similar to him but like enough so not like him that it's creepy yeah like if you if i shave and put on a suit and those sunglasses i could be a fourth row hugo weaving i might be Mm -hmm. a little tall We'd just have to dye your hair and you'd have to squat like sorority squat. That's how I walk every day. So it'd be perfect. I walk like a penguin. Um, Yeah. Sometimes there is a slight downturn in the quality of the effects. But the Mm -hmm. one effect that is good is when he's like taking over control of someone and he does that weird, it like does the weird Terminator 2 silver liquid metal thing. Hate it. That looks cool. It looks like he's turning their bodies into a painting that you jump into in super mario 64 but oh it looks cool but like yeah like i said it just creeps me out a lot i don't know it just ugh, i i ugh, gives me the icks <laughs> um and then the the oracle she gives the agent smiths her powers of precognition but eyes. we don't know if she's gone forever or just she has moved on to another form we don't know that Okay, also, I was going to say one other thing in this scene that made me laugh is when um, Agent Smiths are like, if you knew I was going to be here, why didn't you run? And then he, like, picks up the tray of cookies she's just made and throws it. And he goes, (laughs) if you knew I was going to do that, why'd you bake those cookies? I'm like, what in the, like, this... This just sad looking for attention. Pick me like he just yeah. made me What laugh. in the in the fourth grade having a coming trying like coming to a spiritual awakening, trying to decide whether you believe in the religion that your parents brought you up in or not? Oh. So, sort of interaction is this. God, like, it was too much. 
calm down, Mr. Smith. Go he to Washington. Needs a nap or yeah. something. He needs some milk <laughs> for the cookies. Yes, obviously the ones he just threw across the room. The oracle doesn't even blink. Meanwhile, I'm like, that is the rudest thing I've ever seen. What a waste of. Co- I'd still eat them. Um, yeah. So in the real world, the Nebuchadnezzar and the other ship, the Hammer, which are basically the only two ships left, they find Niobe's ship, the Logos. Um, which... The ethos, pathos, and. Mm-hmm. Logos. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, that was such a lame show. <laughs> <laughs> Why were the ships named the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria? They could have been the Egos, the Pathos, and the Logos. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They interrogate Bane, who was the goateed motherfucker who set off the EMP in the second movie. We know exactly who he is. Yes. Call a spade a spade. He's trash. Uh, But but he says that he doesn't have any memory of the earlier massacre or why he has these cuts on his hands or anything. Hmm. He also has this weird enunciations of words and speaking style. He sounds an awful lot like Agent Smith. Which seemingly no one realizes. I'm going to say it right now. His cadence to sound like Hugo Weaving is creepily good. Like, it's it's very very convincing. Like, I kept remarking upon that when I was watching the movie. I was like, wow, like, he actually does really sound like Hugo Weaving. That's really impressive. And props to that actor. I don't know who he is. But I'm just going to say. Dan, how many times do I have to tell you? I (laughs) I don't remember actors. Uh, that actor's name is Ian Bliss. He's oh. an Australian actor. I have not really seen anything else that he's in. Mm. Well, he's an Australian actor. Well, honestly, hats off to him. He really killed it. He really brought his A game. Yes, he did. Um, so the captains are trying to plan how they're going to defend Zion. Neo's like, I need a ship. I need to go to Machine City. And they're like, uh, we can't do that. But then Morpheus is like, give him a goddamn ship. Let him go. And then Trinity, being the high school girlfriend, is like, I'm not going. He's not going anywhere if I'm not going. As they walk to fourth period French, even though her class is in the science wing. Oh, God. So clingy. So let your (laughs) let your significant other breathe, Trinity. (gasps) Oh. Dan, I have to mention it. I have to mention it. Mention it. Remember on Mun Friday when I texted you you that I was listening to Logic? And then I finished up listening to our one of our Matrix episodes and I discovered that Logic had a Matrix lyric. Oh no. Unplugged like Trinity. I think that's what it was. I don't know. I just wanted to re-mention it. Everyone, Logic has a Trinity-based matrix lyric okay thank you and also he's not for nerds he's for cool people i just want to point out over the span of the conversation it was basically anna arguing that logic isn't a dork and i am saying he is Mm -mm. i mean be who you want to be logic b-a-r-b-i-e i just think you're 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 a little a little dorky he's so cute well sorry his his baby looks like an egg You're I'm not trying to drag a baby. Like, I'm not trying to be that person. I've seen ugly babies, though. I'll say it. This is not the ugliest baby I've seen in my day. Yeah. The ugliest baby that you've seen is in the last third of this movie. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, like, trying to think. I'm, like, there's no babies in this movie. So, Niobe had spoken to the Oracle, apparently, Um and she gives him the logos, and then Neo and Trinity leave. But guess who else is on the ship? Dun dun dun! It's Bane. I I knew that was gonna make an appearance at some point. I was waiting Why for the it. The Matrix is reckoning. Oh God! <sighs> to the victor goes the spoils. It's it's really decaying. That's okay. I'm trying to think of one of those like you. You something, the something, I, you, I was born in the something. I don't know. I am not sure. I was born sharp. in the darkness. You merely adopted it. I didn't see the sun until I was man. Yes. I really hope that me covering my mouth to do that impression comes through. 
I'm what recording? if it's just silence and I'm just well, yeah. responding to silence? <laughs> yeah, my hand is that impenetrable of a barrier of you sound. You have a steel hand. Steel <laughs> hand, O'Keefe. Steel hand, full heart, can't lose. <gasps> yeah, I've never seen Friday Night Lights. Me either. But, but my in mom the Matrix, liked it. <laughs> uh, Bane takes Trinity hostage. And then Neo, after a conversation with Bane, where after the first word, he should have realized that he is Agent Smith. Mm -hmm. He does actually realize that he is Agent Smith. Um, And they fight, and Bane burns Neo's eyes. I screamed. Dan, when I tell you, I screamed. I literally was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And then I complained that the... I complained that the prosthetic was too gross. (laughs) I was like, that is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. I hate it. It looks like his eyes are dripping out. And Gage was like, Anna, what do you want from this movie? I was like, something less disgusting, please. Less eye dripping. Yeah. Something like a little bit less. So much body horror in this series. It's just too much for my little heart, you know? It's too much. My poor Keanu, you know what I mean? I do. Your poor poor Keanu. My poor Keanu. (laughs) You know, if somebody didn't know his name was Keanu and that we were feeling for him, you might think that you're saying, your porky Anu. What is Anu? I don't know. Probably Hmm. something related to Porky Pig. I tried to convince Gage that when we get a dog, we should name it Keanu. It's on the list. I have about 25 dog names. I like giving dogs human names, like Mm -hmm. Kevin. Yeah. Keanu's come a here, human Kevin. Name. Yeah, but it's not like a, a common like or like come here, Gregory. When I worked at the doggy daycare, there was a dog named Will, but I always called him Squilliam Fancy Son. <laughs> <laughs> Squilliam Fancy Son from band class, and he come running. <laughs> uh so Neo has now discovered that he can see anything that the machine source code is a part of in the real world. He sees it as a ring of golden light. Hmm. And he's and, like, oh wait, no, that's later on. Never mind. Yeah. And then he he can still see. It's it's like he has daredevil powers, but instead of using echolocation, he uses the power of God. Why do uh, I feel like that's almost exactly how Gage explained it? Because it probably is. Hmm. Um. He sees that he kills Bane, and then Trinity takes over and starts piloting them to Machine City. Mm-hmm. And she uh, also covered up his disgusting eyes. Yes, with an eye wrap. Yeah, thank God. I would have done the same. I would have been like, oh, he would have been like, kiss me. And I would have been like, oh. You know, I would have I would have maybe given him an eye wrap and a, a, a head piece. Something to yeah. wear his head. Maybe like a crown of thorns. I don't Daniel! know. Daniel! <laughs> Listen, all things aside, if, if something horrible happened to Gage like that, of course I would still love him. But if I was in like a dystopia... And he wanted me to kiss it, and I knew, like, there's potential for infection. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting so literal. I just am so disgusted by the eyes. <laughs> anyway, let's carry on before I continue thinking about it. So, back in Zion, Niobe and Morpheus, they're going back towards Zion in the hammer uh, to try and help out the defenses of the city. But, unfortunately, Zion's shipyard is getting overwhelmed by these Wid-like sentinels. They're terrifying. They kind of yeah. look like sperms. Uh, they end up killing Captain Myfuni. Myfoon, I don't know how to pronounce his name because I don't care either. Um, and he tells, remember Neo's little rat boy? Yeah, he's so cute. His character's name is Kid. Well, they can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells Kid to open the gates um, to let the hammer in. They let it in, it sets off the EMP, which does disable all the Sentinels, but it also, uh uh-oh, all of Zion's defenses are gone too, and that's not a good thing. And everybody's, like, huddling inside of the sex dungeon, if I remember correctly, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're all hiding away, waiting for the next attack, which they think will be their final stand. I think it will be their X-Men, the last stand. All the women, children, elderly, and people who just didn't feel like it. Me. Um, I guess I also fall <laughs> on the women. You also fall on the women. Yeah, but like, I'm capable. I just, ugh, you know. I was thinking about fight or flight recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I have a fight side of that. I will choose to run for years. I think the fight or flight thing means, like, if you were being pinned down, like, okay, so you know how I'm scared of needles? Yes. When I was little, if somebody tried to come at me and I was, like, cornered because I was a runner, and this is why my dad won't take me when I have to get shots anymore, because, yes, (laughs) I do still need somebody to drive me. When I was little, I'd run away, and if somebody tried to trap me, they'd have to, like, hold me because otherwise I'd kick and scream. Mm. That's the fight part is the kicking and screaming. I wouldn't. Sorry to all the nurses who got kicked by my little body. Huh? I'd still try to run. Yeah, no, like, I definitely, but, like, what if, per se, you're in, I don't know, a women's bathroom, and there's a nurse in there, and your dad is standing outside the door going, you can't get out, just let her give you the shot, and it'll be over, and you're like, ah, and you have nowhere to run, you know, like, maybe then you'll try to fight. This doesn't sound like a hypothetical. It's hypothetical, Dan. (laughs) Why were you, you really proud of me, shots though? in the woman's bathroom? Like, when you get... Was this like they... a Walmart back alley sort of vaccination? No, it was a flu shot vaccination at, like, a clinic at um, um the... Oh, God, what are those called? Health department. At yeah. the health department. Yeah. And I was little, and it was just like a, hey, here's some free flu shots. And my dad was like, free? I'm there. <laughs> And now he refuses to take me anywhere where there will be blood drawing or shots. So mm. my mom or Gage has to take me. But Gage might might be throwing himself off the docket after uh, some embarrassing actions from myself when I was trying to get my <laughs> COVID vaccine. I We don't have time to get into that, but we will at a later. Okay. On the floor of the Walgreens. Okay, let's carry on. So, Trinity and Neo, they are flying towards Machine City. They get close, and uh-oh, a thousand missiles come flying We're gasping. We're shook. It crashes. Trinity gets just comically thrown back out of her chair and impaled. She is fatally wounded. She's gonna die. Oh, God. This is another thing where, again, like, I can't imagine. I mean, I guess Neo's blind, but if he can see everything the way he sees it in the Matrix, didn't he know she was, like, impaled? Right. Riddle me that. Batman. Um, Siblings. I can't remember what their last name is again. The Wachowskis. Yes, I know one of them's named Lily. I don't remember the other one's name. Sorry, guys. Lana, thank you. Um, Also, so before Trinity uh, gets stabbed in the death... Uh, they do fly, while they're trying to escape the attack from Machine City. They do fly above the clouds at one point. Oh, and Trinity's like, beautiful. "Oh, it's so beautiful!" Before they fly back down, I remember yeah, that from the, the first hole. time I watched this movie. That's like the one thing I had remembered from this movie. It was very beautiful. It was like a peaceful, it was weird a moment. Sky, it was, yeah, yeah. It was really nice. Uh, so Neo does eventually get into Machine City. Uh, and he meets the machine's leader named Deus Ex Machina. Nah, is it really? According to this. Are you making this, that as a joke? I'm not. Well, that literally means, you know. <laughs> what does it mean? Isn't like, I don't remember the actual meaning. It's a god coming in to miraculously end stuff. God from the machine. Thank you. I couldn't remember. Really, really I on tried the to nose. sound smart. I tried to sound smart again, and it didn't work. Uh, and, and Neo talks to God from the machine, who is the ugliest baby I've ever seen, because it forms a face of a baby. It's terrifying. Did not like that at all. And he tells him that Agent Smith is planning to conquer both the Matrix and the real world, and he will stop Agent Smith if the machines have peace with Zion. The machine does eventually agree, and then it's off to see... The agent, the wonderful Agent Smith, and the machine stop attacking Zion. Because, 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 because of the horrible things he does. Oh my god. But this is when, like, we get the real Christ figuring. Yes. The real Jesus. The machines, they give a connection for Neo to get into the Matrix. Uh, And then... Well, we get the Christ figure, and we get the Superman figure. We basically get the fight from the end of Shazam. 
that we're flying Shazam. through the sky and it's I loved that movie. I did, it was much better than this. Yeah. Um so Agent Smith, who has the Oracle's powers, he's like, I've already seen that I will beat you in this fight, Neo. I have a question. Did the Oracle when he when Agent Smith got the Oracle's eyes, did his eyes change color? I don't remember. Oh, I wasn't okay. looking I that just, close. I was, but I can't remember, and it was bothering me. I was like, did his eyes change color, or am I just remembering things wrong? So I just wanted to ask. Uh, and they have a really long fight in the rain. It is a really long fight. I, Every time I thought it was going to be done, it wasn't. Hey, like, the, the, it's not interesting. The one cool part is when they slam into each other in the sky, and it makes like a, a mushroom cloud sort of initial thing with the rain but other than that uh, just uh, it was the classic good versus evil fight you know yeah you know classic you know what's more interesting than that a lot of things (laughs) i can't come up with a specific example for some reason like the tread on the bottom of my shoes is more interesting i just you know like I don't dislike fight scenes. That is very interesting. It is actually really. I I made that as a joke. This is really interesting. Tread. That is very pretty. Are those new? Uh, about two months. Hmm. Nice. No, I. I just like the movie. The issue for me was with action movies. I feel like it's better to have multiple small fights spaced out, Mm -hmm. and then your big fight just has like. A little more but this felt like a very 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 long fight yeah and it's not like there wasn't fights prior there were long fights prior to this in the movie yeah that each you get time a lot they of... showed up they had less and less impact mm-hmm. like you first... get a lot of sorry, oh, sorry go ahead. um the first fight where they're going into the club hell with, with Trinity and Morpheus and stuff, that was actually kind of interesting, the way that they, mm-hmm. they fought off all those people. Yeah. But it was also real. I liked that scene. Like, you, you could, there was actually impact with this that fight. There were actually people doing the choreography. This was two computers flying at each other. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I had cut you off when you were trying to say a point. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, like, we get a lot of action with the um, robots, the squids and stuff. So I think this big fight doesn't seem as big because it's not as glamorous Mm -hmm. as the fights with the robots are because there's like way more fire and like i don't know i i don't want to say i dislike it because i get the point of it you know what i mean yeah like it's important to show the whole neo is a christ figure and he's sacrificing himself so that the world can be saved and you know yeah i mean i don't know I like I understand it. I just don't think it's good. I mean, we gotta cut it a little bit of slack. This is a movie from two thousand three, and okay, digital. No, yeah, th- everything's gotten better. My issue Maybe. isn't that the graphics don't look good. My issue okay. is that the graphics don't matter. This okay. would be way more interesting if they didn't have a Superman battle. If it was, if it was just between Agent Smith and Neo. It would be interesting, and it would be closer to a, the theme that I think the movie is trying to get at, which is like humanity. If Jesus. they had a human fight, yeah, they don't true. have a human fight. Even if it was a fight more similar to the one they have in the second movie, where he's fighting all of them at once, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I liked that a lot. I like that better than I like this fight. Yeah. So because even so, like yeah, he has the eyes of the oracle, which like. Don't you think they should have brought in some way to talk about, like... Now, this reminded me of an anime that I've seen. Don't judge me. Because in said anime, there's a character Drop who a name. has... Drop the name of the anime. It's My Hero Academia. It's my favorite one. Um, There's a character who has, like, a vision of... Or has the gift of sight like that. But, like, he touches somebody and he can see everything you're going to do for the next, like, hour. Um, but don't you think that if you have the eyes of the Oracle, it wouldn't be even worth it to fight them because they're going to see exactly what moves you're going to make for the night. I mean, I guess that's like kind of what he's getting into. He's like, I've seen this fight a million times and I always win. Mm -hmm. But that's just something I thought of. I was like, it would be so hard because no matter what you do, he's going to be able to see it right away. But then again, 
do you think he'd be able to, or do you think it's more of like a, a blurry idea of something that might happen? Not a, I can see exactly what fights moves you're going to make. I don't know. Cause it's purposely, we'd never know what the Oracle's powers really are. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be more interesting if he knew his fight plan by plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, we've seen a more interesting version of that too. Uh, in Doctor Strange, which which did come out later, but with the the multiple fights that they go through. Anyway, I just want to wrap this up. Um, that's fine. I'm sorry. I just was rambling a little bit because I just that's something that I was thinking about when I was watching it. No, you were, and it was living rent free in my brain. Yes, you are all good. The uh, so Neo Agent Smith. Guess what? The he allows himself to get assimilated with neo agent smith and neo become one which means that he's now connected to the source and the big baby sends a (laughs) deletion signal to the smith program through neo's real world body which makes the neo smith clone and all the other smiths in the matrix to be completely destroyed killing him once and for all and the sentinels they pull back from zion everyone and then doesn't the big baby say like it is done which yeah. is so like freaking biblical i think it would have been better if it if it had gone goo goo gaga it oh, actually God, was a gross. baby um and then we see back in the matrix the it's rebooted and then there's the architect and the oracle meet in a park beautiful uh, and they said the peace will last as long as it can and if people want to leave the Matrix, they'll be offered the opportunity to. Sati asks, she's back. Sati asks what happened to Neo. And the Oracle thinks that they will see them again. And Sati created a sunrise in the horizon for Neo's honor. And Seraph is like, did you know that this would happen? And the Oracle's like, I didn't know, but I believed. And then we don't cut to Rage Against the Machine. We cut to an orchestral suite as the movie ends we made it y'all we made it we did what a downward slope (laughs) yeah it's not the strongest ending i feel like for this movie yeah why series what about this do you like more than the second one i don't know like i thought i liked neo like I liked Neo really becoming the Christ figure and like kind of showing the sacrifice and the growth that he understands what he needs to do in order to save this group of people. And like, no offense to Trinity, I think that he wouldn't have been able to do that if she was alive. I'm not trying to sound negative, but I really think she was holding him back. Mm -hmm. And like, rip Trinity. I'm not saying I'm glad she's dead. Sounds like like, you are. I'm not. (laughs) But, like, I think, like you said, the way they were written, those characters, I think their love was not love like you'd see in most movies. I think it was very um, immature. It was a middle school romance. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes from, like, you're in this world, this simulation, you're now out of it, and you're like, wow, nothing I ever had before this was real. So you're and like also they're probably very like primal. Yes. Like I feel like their relationship is probably very the world. Yeah, they're probably very codependent and sexually driven as opposed to like the things that make up or should make up a healthy relationship like in the real world. Yeah. So I think she was unable to. And he, I think it could have gone either way. I think if she was the one, it would have been the same thing. Like, they were just both too needy of each other that it took one of them sacrificing their life for the other one to realize their full potential. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that a big issue with the last two movies Mm -hmm. is that Agent Smith is a character in them. Oh, because the story of the of Zion fighting against the machines, I think, is more interesting than Agent Smith's rogue AI 
maniacal hell-bent on destruction character because there's nothing there's nowhere to go with that there is one end and it has to be that agent smith is destroyed you know that he's not going to win just because it's a movie it's a major movie trilogy if there's three the good guy is going to come out on top in one way or another um but the the path that they could take with fighting against the machines as a whole if it was re- if they had replaced agent smith with like a different spy for the machines or something that figures out mm-hmm. how to do what agent smith does who is still part of the machines where they don't have to come up with this weird agreement to work with each other mm-hmm. i think that as a concept that my earth's another concept just a different concept would work better the agent smith plot it's subplot in the second movie and then plot in this one mm-hmm. just drags it down and i'm not i don't care that's fair there's i get that he's not supposed to have any humanity because he's a machine but there's no humanity to to connect with i can't the best villains are ones you can connect with. What is there to connect with with him? Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Finally, someone does. And I think... <laughs> now, I don't know if this is correct or not, but watching these movies, you can tell that like the first movie was a success and they were like, oh, let's create more movies to keep that success going as opposed to we have this overarching plot yeah. that we want to cover in this many movies yes yeah the the first one is more or less self-contained and then they're like mm-hmm. well now we have a blank check let's go yeah. hog wild mm-hmm. um and sometimes you can really knock it out of the park when you do that like sometimes people really value those stories coming back but yeah. like sometimes it's just really that ain't it my dude right do you know what i would give for a quiz show too dan no absolutely the quiz show not. cinematic universe Two quiz, two show. <laughs> quiz show Tokyo Drift. <gasps> Tokyo! Uh, so there's very little trivia about this movie. Uh, uh, Mary Alice replaced Gloria Foster as the Oracle because Foster died right before mm-hmm. filming began. Mm-hmm. Um, and the explanation in the movie is that the original Shell's termination code was sold to the Merovingian in exchange for Sati's safety. I don't really get what that means. I work mm. in IT. I don't know what that means. Um, so this was supposed to be the grand finale of the whole series um, with Agent Smith, Trinity, and Neo all, you know, dying. But guess mm-hmm. what? There's a fourth one, and Trinity and Neo are in it that they are currently filming. So we'll see how that works. Um and then the movie was originally supposed to be released only weeks after The Matrix Reloaded. Instead, they pushed it to six months. And the original version of The Last Fight, the storyboards for it, um, had Neo using his life force to generate a ball of energy to smash Agent Smith with, which was probably removed because it was too mystical. Yeah, that's something. All right. It's really an idea. That's a thought that someone had. You know, it's always good to think. It's always good to have mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, Get the old wheels turning. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything more to say about the movie itself. I just uh, don't think no. it's that interesting. It was fine. I mean, like, I still think the best one is the first one. Yeah. The horniest one is the second one. And then the Jesusiest one is the third one. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's that is perfect. You go rankings. through the stages of life. You get you're you're really excited <laughs> at the beginning, and then you no. get really horny, and then you go to church. I hated that. I hated that. <laughs> I think there's a couple other stages in life there, Gage. Oh, I called oh, you. Oh no. That was something Gage would have said, though. Oh. Oh, you know, minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Okay, minds think alike. That's correct. At least passable minds. 
Yeah. Right on the same wavelength. Um, People with at least two brain cells. <laughs> would this movie be better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Agent Smith? He wouldn't be Agent Smith. He'd be Kid, I think. But what if he was Agent Smith? No, no. It'd be weird. <laughs> Goodbye. No. The only character I can see him as is Kid. Or Mouse in the first one. Rip Mouse. Mm-hmm. Rip Mouse. <laughs> Would he be good as kid or would he be bad? Or? I think he'd be good as kid. I can see it. I can definitely see it. I think, you know, I think that's the kind of role that just like. He can really sink yeah, his teeth into. Just, yeah, it's not. This is going to sound so pretentious. Like, I think I could do better, but I don't. I don't think it's a very hard role. No, you just need just to have a lot really of yelling. eyes. Yeah. Just open your eyes really <laughs> wide. As much white of your eye as possible. And just always look like like somebody just told you, I don't know, what's something really shocking? Like something really surprising. I constantly shit my pants. What? Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Um, will this movie be better or worse or the same with either Dick Van Dyke or Jimmy Stewart as Neo? Oh. I'm shooting my shot. Mm. It would be worse. That's correct. They're both elderly. They wouldn't do the action very well. Can you imagine? Well, I mean, at some points, Keanu, you know, he had had that surgery during the first one, so his back was screwed up. He couldn't do some of the fight stuff at first because his back was all messed up. Yeah, but there's a difference of having your back messed up in your mid-30s when you're still a, a super fit action star. And being in your mid seventies, true, your prime versus the golden the years. Filming. The prime versus the golden years. And Dick Van Dyke is an active old man. Like he danced I mean, in the new Mary Poppins. The old bones can still be brittle. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so I guess the one addition that I would make this movie is a scene of Neo washing someone's feet. To really no, drive no, it would have to be Trinity. Home. Well, I guess Jesus did do some foot washing in his day too, huh? Yeah, or I guess curing his own blindness. <gasps> yeah, I I would have liked to see that. Come on, Neo, flex on us your powers. Or if he was eaten by a sentinel, I don't know if they eat, but if he was eaten by a sentinel, mm-hmm. uh, and then they just redid the Jonah and the whale <gasps> biblical yes. story, but it was Neo and the sentinel. Love that. To be honest, the only thing I know about the Jonah and the Whale story is from you have to accentuate the positive song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jonah in the whale, Noah in the ark, what did they say? When everything looks so dark. Well, they said you gotta accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, and latch on with the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You seem shocked. I just don't think I know that song. You gotta spread joy oh, out to okay. the maximum. Yep. Mm-hmm. Keep fear oh. or something down to the minimum and something, something, pandemonium, liable to walk upon the scene. To illustrate, to illustrate. Oh, are you can, we're going to get in it. trouble with Johnny Law if you keep this up, Dan. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> I know a, I sing all the time, but yeah. still. That was but a you, whole song, That was Daniel. a whole song. On a scale of uh, one to five Sunday school classes, what do you give this movie? Mm, two. That's generous. Two. I'm giving it two because the prosthetics were so good, they made me say ick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it one. Um, I was so bored. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's just, I mean, I just thought that was really boring. I was nothing about it hooked me. That's fine. I mean, like, I get it. I agree with you. Like I said, and I feel like this is a recurring theme for a lot of our uh, multi, multi part like, film series. Films, yeah, which like is mostly what we cover. <laughs> yeah, we have we do kind of focus on series. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like that's the first one is always the best one. 
There's no doubt. There's never been a uh, film series. My the, mom's the Dark gonna... Knight. Oh, fair. fair. It's so hard to stick the landing. I often forget that the Dark Knight is part of a trilogy. It's not just a duo. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. Like. But you know what I mean. I feel like there's so 99% of the time you're gonna see a movie, and then you're gonna see the sequel, and you're gonna be like, ugh. Yeah. Can I see the first one again? Like, like I said, we just watched Lost Boys. Gage wants to watch the second and third one. I already feel the disappointment <laughs> settling into my bones. Like, I can think of movies in trilogies where the second is equal or maybe better, like Empire Strikes like Back. Like in Toy Story? Or Toy oh. Story, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's basically no franchise no trilogy where the third movie is the one that people are like, yes, this is the one. Pardon you. Jaws 3D. That's not a trilogy. There's Jaws the Revenge. Oh, you're right. Let me tell you, Jaws 3D does have a really sexy Dennis Quaid. (laughs) Jaws 3D is so bad. (laughs) It is. Especially in 2D. Yo, yeah. (laughs) The fish head flying at the screen. and Oh, man. Oh, Jaws 3D. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else to add? Not really. I'm ready for bed, Dan. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, we don't have an announcement on what the next movie that we're talking yes, about we is. Yes, we do. I forgot to text you, but I lined somebody up. Perfect. Dan. Daniel. Break the news to me on air. I can react. Are you live ready? Reaction. Are you ready to welcome my good friend, Mark Wirtz? Am I? As we talk about Shrek. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Be ready? I I wasn't. I don't know if I will be, but we will have an episode next week, so Shrek, I better Shrek, be. Shrek, Shrek, Shrek. Oh boy, so tune in next week. I knew week. I should have texted you ahead of time. <laughs> you sound so disappointed. <laughs> Mark's been asking, or rather Gage has been saying, why don't you ask Mark? And I think that's because Mark has been secretly asking Gage. So Well, come back next week for a shrekking good time where we start the shrek quadrilogy of films yes in the meantime if you want to support us you could do so on patreon at patreon.com slash in conclusion or you can follow us on social media on facebook and twitter at and in conclusion on instagram at in conclusion podcast the best way that you can support us of course is either by giving a five-star rating and review on iTunes uh, or by telling your friends, spreading the word, getting them to listen. If you want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at DanO'Keefe86 or if you want to read my oddly philosophical blog where I talk about Nietzsche, I have a blog at dan-okeefe.com slash blog. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and the O in out are zeros. I haven't tweeted in a couple of days. <laughs> I'm thinking up something good. Just you wait. I tweeted today and it did not get the response that I had wanted. Oh, but we will damn. press on till another day. I gotta be better. You always hit my tweets with a like. You and BD are the ones that I can always count on, so I gotta be better better for my boys. You know what I mean? Well, anyway. more supportive. Come back next week for a shrekking good time. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, wear a mask, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Bye. Before we even get started, I'm going to tell you, I just watched The Lost Boys. I got my water bottle here with me because I'm still coming down from the Alex Winter thirst, but I'm ready. (laughs) 